0: financial viability while achieving future goals. Come see us today. Parker Mellinger, focusing on where you're going, not where you've been.
1: So what's wrong, Fido? Did Timmy fall down the well again? What? You mean you don't want this dog food? You want a different dog food? Okay, so you want Northwest Naturals raw diets for dogs sold locally only at the Health Nut? Wait, wait. You want some A-plus answers raw goat milk formula with raw honey and organic cinnamon? And they have Northwest Naturals for cats, too? You guys stay right here. I'm going to the Health Nut and Sheridan's Fifth Street Mall right now. Let's get those paint brushes rolling Hi, Kirk Smith here for the Sheridan Commercial Company Our True Value paint department has so much to offer when it comes to painting Whether you need help with customized color matching or choosing a paint color combination Our True Value paint department can help you get started We offer a full line of True Value and PPG paints Plus all of the accessories you need to get those brushes rolling Great paint, great store The Sheridan Commercial Company opens 7 days a week at
2: 303 Broadway
3: Wrap plumbing and heating can handle any job you have, big or small. From new construction to a pesky leaking toilet, the professionals at Rap Plumbing and Heating are here to assist you. Trippy faucet? Sure. New shower hardware? No problem. Plumbing an entire new house? For sure. Clogs that need snaked? Oh yeah. Wrap plumbing and heating has not met a job they can't handle. Too big a crap? Call Dan Rap at 429 1196.
2: At Sunlight Federal Credit Union, we know how important convenience, time, and flexibility are for you. That's why we've joined the Co-op Shared Branching Network, which gives you access to your account at over 5,600 branches across all 50 states. That's just one more way we make Sunlight Federal Credit Union your branch for your funds, no matter what you're doing or where you're at. Join Sunlight Federal Credit Union today and start experiencing the credit union
1: difference. Let's talk about 963 Trabing Road. Country living just 20 minutes from downtown Buffalo. This great country property on 66 acres with no covenants features custom cabinets, a wood stove, covered deck, fireplace, private well, central air, and a large greenhouse. Horses are allowed, RV parking, and a large storage shed. The view of the Bighorns and Crazy Woman Canyon will seal this deal. Call Dolly Bellis at Buffalo Realty and ask her about this ranch hat on 963 Trabing
4: Road
3: Good morning and welcome to Public Pulse. I hope everybody had a great weekend and you had an opportunity to get out there and watch some Sheridan Y.O. Rodeo. Once a senior center focused on the care and the happiness of Sheridan seniors, the Hub on Smith is now a center for all generations. Without losing focus on the continued education and care of seniors in Sheridan, the center has added programming and activities focusing on every generation within the Sheridan region. This morning, I am joined by the Hub on Smith's Director of Development, Meredith Sopko. Good morning, Meredith. Good morning, Floyd. How are you
5: doing?
3: I'm doing fantastic. It's bright Good. outside. There's uh, uh, not a lot of clouds in the sky, at least not yet. I don't know what's going to happen no. this afternoon. How was I know. your weekend? It's
5: pretty smoky, though.
3: It is. It is, unfortunately. I'm not totally sure where that's coming from. It it may be the fires up in Canada. Uh, Yeah. That's one thing that I'd heard. Uh, Really unfortunate up there. I'm a little worried. uh, All this growth around here, uh, you know, may give us uh, a kind of a later fire season down the line once everything starts to dry out. So my fingers are remaining
5: crossed. Yep, mine too. So How was your weekend? Oh, my weekend was great. Um, we took in the rodeo um, all last week. We the, did the parade. Of course, the parade went right by the hub, which was wonderful. You know, our, our patrons and and friends could either watch it from inside the hub in the you know comfortable air conditioning, or they could go out and watch it right go right by.
3: Now, uh, were you on the float for the hub?
5: I was not. I actually helped with parade lineup, so I was not. But we had Erin um, Kranz, who's my wonderful uh, urban thrift store manager, took that on and did an amazing job.
3: And uh, so you were down there at the beginning of the parade trying to get everybody yep. lined out correctly.
5: Yep. Yep. How, but it was great.
3: What was the feeling up there? Seems how, you know, we had to change the route. and. uh mm-hmm. it, Seemed I don't think it was any longer, technically. It was just a little bit different. Uh, was everybody in good spirits heading out there?
5: Absolutely. Everybody was in great spirits. Everybody was really well prepared for the changes, and uh, it really all went off without a hitch, to be honest. So, um, it you know, I, I give our community a lot of credit for just rallying and, and um, taking on those changes and doing it just flawlessly.
3: Only one more year of it, right? Yes. <laughs> Just yes. trying to get through one more for year sure.
5: of it. Yep, for
3: sure. Now, Meredith, so. the Hub has gone through a couple changes probably within the last three, four years. Do you remember when the Hub began to kind of shift its programming to include all generations within Sheridan?
5: Yeah, so in, um, I believe it was it was prior to me being there, but it was... 2016, and it was right after we um, had done some expansion, um, kind of added the grab and go, added some more space to our uh, home delivered meals area, and Carmen Wrightout, who is our wonderful executive director, had a vision. You know that um, we wanted, she wanted the hub or the at that point in time the Sheridan Senior Center to be more of uh, open and um, welcoming to everybody. So that's when they rebranded to the hub and, um, you know, kind of, you know, started changing some of the programming. You know, that was part of the reason uh, the grab and go was added um, because it's, you know, the grab and go obviously caters to a little bit different uh, demographics than our normal patron. Um, we have lots of business people that come in and just, you know, grab coffee, grab sandwiches, grab salads, have lunch. Um, so yeah, it, it's and it's really been a wonderful change. When you walk in the building, you do see people of all ages um, utilizing the the center and just um, and just enjoying it.
3: Now, there's a lot of programming going on down at the hub every day, uh, every weekday, and already today, the hub has hosted Happy Feet. What is that?
5: So, Happy Feet is a is a great exercise class that's put on by Sherry Mercer, who is one of our wonderful volunteers. Um, Sherry actually does quite a lot of uh, different things for us, um, but it's kind of a um, a dance fitness fun class, and um, that is open to you know whoever would like to come. Um, it is. Uh, a suggested donation of five dollars um and it's just really a great way to start your morning sherry's sherry's wonderful she has a lot of energy and she's just she's just truly a wonderful person
3: and as you said, anyone of any age can go down there mm-hmm. and join happy yep. feet it doesn't yeah. you don't have to be a senior to jump in on these programs. One that I saw uh this morning when I was looking them over mm-hmm. music makers piano lessons. Can anyone come down and take these piano lessons at the Hub?
5: Yeah, so the Music Makers, uh, these piano lessons are actually taking place at um, the Methodist Church on Work Street. So, yes, anybody can go, and it's it's Janet uh, Rouleau who teaches them. And, um, again, it's $5 per class, and it's um, just a really fun way. And it can be beginners or, you know, people who just kind of want to pick it up again. So, but yes, anybody can take it.
3: Now let's talk about some of the other exercises because happy feet is one of those exercises where you're on your feet, but you guys also offer like different circuit trainings, chair Mm -hmm. exercises, uh, for those who have a little less mobility. When did those take place?
5: So, you know, we have our, um, as we speak, our boom circuit training class is happening, um, and that's kind of low impact, um, but movements to kind of help improve cognitive abilities, um, maintain overall strength, flexibility, and balance, because, as we know, as we age, our flexibility and balance becomes um, a little harder to maintain. So, um, Lisa, Lisa Wells, and Amanda Mumford, who are our uh, activities directors, do an amazing job. Um, you know, teaching these classes, finding people to teach the classes, and making sure that they're relevant for for our patrons. And you know, then we also have a, a chair exercise class that is for those that maybe um, can't stand up or are in a wheelchair or need to sit down. Um, again, that focuses on kind of just maintaining some flexibility and strength.
3: Throughout uh, my 20s and 30s, I was the guy who would jump from heights that were not recommended. Okay. Um, okay, Floyd. I know. I know. I'm paying for <laughs> it now, though. This is This is one thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was out there uh, with Sheridan Media on Friday. We were doing the parade, and we have a big trailer out there. I decided Mm -hmm. I was just going to jump off of that like I did when I was 27 years old, and holy cow, that landing was a little bit harder (laughs) than uh, any other I remember in the past.
5: I bet it was.
3: When you said hard to maintain, uh, I'm right there with you, uh, putting the age on those landings. uh, (laughs) Yeah. I think gravity yes. has increased. I think that's what it is. It's not me. <laughs> it's definitely something.
5: I agree. Else. Let's let's go with
3: that. <laughs> we all gotta kinda keep up on these things, especially as yeah. we age. One thing that uh, you know, has always crossed my mind You have to keep on it at least a little bit every day. I don't, but I should, because we don't want it to kind of, you know, like what I call the rubber band effect. We keep stretching it out and stretching it out, and then all of a sudden it snaps Mm -hmm. back and hurts our finger, right?
5: Right, right.
3: So folks should jump down there if you can, just... Maintain that mobility, because I'm here to tell you, it, uh, it goes away and gravity increases yep. a little bit as you get older. That's what it is. Let's, let's, let's talk about that caregiver support group. This is for those who spend their days caring for aging relatives, aging friends, because uh, you don't have to be a family member to be a caregiver to join this group, do you?
5: Nope. Absolutely not. So we have two actually different caregiver support groups. Um, one of them is for caregivers. And then we also have support groups for older relatives who might be raising children. Um, you just, you know, uh, it's surprising actually how many of our, um, what we would think of as grandparents or aging aunts and uncles who are now raising young children. <clears throat> so um, we the hub provides a support group for that um it's called the family um it it's the older relatives raising children so um and actually tomorrow we're having our family annual family caregiver picnic so um that's really exciting and for more information on that, we can just check out our website but um yeah it's it's a wonderful support group
3: now how many folks are are joining the um the the more traditional caregiver support group is this a pretty good sized group
5: it really is um and they they are there are two times on mondays there's one in the mornings and one then in the afternoons just to try to accommodate people's schedules um but you know, it and it kind of varies uh, week by week on who has who's able to attend. You know, kind of what people have going on. Um, so uh, it, it definitely varies. Um, but you know, we do have, for instance, we have a, a couple who um, the husband is caring for his wife who is um, has dementia, and so when he comes the uh caregiver support group then there's also a support or a group with our dementia educator heather comstock and they get together with some other uh folks who are living with dementia and and they have their own little support group so um so both the caregiver and the care receiver are receiving you know some support and are able to to talk with those who are going through similar situations so
3: and that's got to be i mean that is so tough um And I'm sure there are moments for every caregiver out there who who may be listening where you just feel alone. Uh, But I just want to reassure people that you are not. There's so many, you know, big hearted individuals in this town that are taking care of relatives and friends. Come together, discuss those problems. Uh, It's got to be like a breath of fresh air when you join that group. And and you know that you're not alone uh, in situations like that where you tend to feel like that. So make sure
5: absolutely
3: go yep. on the hub's website. You guys have got a great listing there, and and all people have to do is just walk in, right?
5: Mm-hmm. All they have to do is walk in, and if if people are needing support and they don't know where to go, call the hub. We may not have you know the service that they're looking for, but through our support center, we will find that resource for them. We'll help them figure out, um, you know, where that resource is. Our community is filled with wonderful resources, and, and we have those contacts, and and that's part of our job, too, is to connect people with with what they need, with the resources they need.
3: I love that about the Hub. And we're going to have more with the Hub on Smith when we continue. This is Public Pulse on 930KROE and 103.9 FM. Share.
2: Another great summer event is coming up soon. The Sheridan
0: County Fair. Fair and livestock exhibitions are the foundation for agricultural promotion and a time to remind everyone of the key role that agriculture plays in our local economy and daily lives. It provides opportunities for youth and adult education.
2: The First Federal Bank and Trust family would like to extend congratulations to all the youth who worked so hard all year long to be able to show at the County Fair. Community is the heart of First Federal.
0: First Federal Bank and Trust. True community banking for over 88 years. Member FDIC.
1: When you talk to your pets, this is what they hear. And your dog replies, Hey, Mr. Whiskers, I think he's saying we're getting new dog and cat food from Northwest Naturals. Raw diets for dogs and cats sold locally only at the Health Nut. He says Northwest Naturals has cat treats too. Which means you guys stay here. I'm going to the Health Nut in Sheridan's 5th Street Mall right now. Let's talk about 963 Trabing Road. Country living just 20 minutes from downtown Buffalo. This great country property on 66 acres with no covenants features custom cabinets, a wood stove, covered deck, fireplace, private well, central air, and a large greenhouse. Horses are allowed, RV parking, and a large storage shed. The view of the Bighorns and Crazy Woman Canyon will seal this deal. Call Dolly Bellis at Buffalo Realty and ask her about this ranchette on 963
2: Trabing Road. Hi, this is Brad at Primerate Motors, where we are looking to buy your clean used vehicles, trackers, ATVs, and much more. We will also down trade and do appraisals. Here at Primerate Motors, we are a full service dealership offering quality used cars, trucks, and SUVs. Our super trailer store features a wide variety of stock, utility, and cargo trailers. Primerate Motors has been making customers happy for decades. See us today at 2305 Coffey Avenue in Sheridan or online at PrimerateMotors.com
5: got a chip or need a windshield repaired hi i'm cindy wolf jim and i were both born and raised in sheridan and are proud to continue to run Novus auto glass as a locally owned business Novus auto glass has certified technicians to put your windshield concerns at ease we strive for professional quality work Novus provides a lifetime and national warranties on all installations come see us at our new location 1034 broadway street or call us at 307-672-0139 to set up an appointment
2: Hey, is this Angel from FishersOnly.com? Yep. I'm so
1: excited to meet you. The profile of your bass is amazing. That's why I dropped you a line.
4: Okay, I'll take the bait.
2: You aren't catfishing me, are you?
4: No, you can go to SheridanMedia.com and check out my
2: bass photo in the Fish Your Bass Off Gallery. Oh, the photo contest where you can enter a photo every day now through Labor Day?
4: Yep. You click on the contest page, click the banner, and enter to win a $500 gift card from Bloedorn Lumber and it. Nah,
1: it sounds too good to be true. Stop bass like me.
3: Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse. Proudly brought to you by our friends out there at First Federal Bank and Trust. I'm Floyd Whiting. This morning I'm joined by the Hub on Smith's Director of Development, Meredith Sopko. Now, Meredith, how have the home-delivered meals been going? I know that you guys got a lot of business after COVID. Uh, Did it tend to taper off or did that kind of stay a a little higher than than pre-COVID?
5: You know what, Floyd, it actually has stayed uh, really um, at those pre-COVID uh, pre COVID and COVID numbers. Um, we probably deliver close to 300, 250 to 300 meals uh, a day. My goodness. In-home delivered. And then, you know, we're still probably feeding 80 to 100 people with our congregate meal every day. So um, our meals program is, is definitely uh going strong and it's obviously a very very needed program um so many people are taking advantage of it and so um you know we 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 greatly appreciate all of the the community's support of that program both financially um with donations and then all of our home delivered uh, meals drivers we we could not do that program without those wonderful volunteers
3: now, do you have enough drivers? Uh, I believe the last time I had you guys on you you had uh, enough, but you always take more just in case you need a backup How's that driver list now
5: well, you know we we have enough for the current routes, but the routes that we have are expanding because we are getting new. Uh, new people signing up for the program. And so those routes are getting longer, um, which is, um, you know, taxing to our current drivers because it's taking longer, it's, you know uh, there's a lot more deliveries to be made. So, so we are always looking for new, um, for new volunteers and drivers because then that way we, we have the ability to maybe make some of those routes a little bit shorter and, and make it easier on our drivers. So yes, we are always looking for volunteers. We have a wonderful volunteer coordinator. Her name is Marcy Morrow, and you can just call the hub's main number and ask for her. Um, but yes, We we always need volunteers, Um, and we need them for other areas too. You know, we use our volunteers in the dining room to help to help um, you know bus tables, to help um, people you know who come in for lunch and and need help carrying their lunch to their table or things like that, filling up water um, water pitchers and tea, and and just you know just interacting with the with the patrons while they're having lunch. So, um,
3: this is a great opportunity for a parent who may have a couple kids looking for uh something great to do for the community. Can I bring say my teenagers, maybe my preteens, we're talking like 10 to a to 12 years old. Can I bring them down with me and we can volunteer together uh doing something Absolutely. like that?
5: Absolutely. We love it when we have young people volunteering. Um, we do have, you know, some some families that come in and help in the dining room. Um, we have some young people that actually help at, uh, the, at Urban Thrift. Um, our thrift store, they help us uh, with sorting and um, seaming the clothes, washing the clothes before we put them out. So, yes, we love to have young people volunteer. So.
3: I, I think that's just a great opportunity to try to, Connect those two you know generations that are separated by you know one maybe even two possibly three generations from each other and Absolutely. and maybe start a conversation I mean that's what the hub is all about right there,
5: yep, and you know what we we love to get people into the hub you know prior to when they may be needing some of our more um uh other services like our help at home or or family caregiver, or maybe even dementia education, because we want people to feel comfortable there. We want people to come in and understand that it's it's a wonderful environment, and get used to it before maybe some of those other services are needed. So, and
3: get to know your community center. Yes. What are some other volunteer opportunities I can take advantage <laughs> of uh, by heading down to the hub?
5: Yeah. So, you know what, I mean, it's, it's almost anything. I mean, we have, you know, there's one little gal that comes in and plays cards on Thursday afternoon with some of the, with some of the patrons. Um, You know, if there's a something, some kind of a a class or, you know, something that um, you maybe could teach, like we have volunteers that do a lot of our activities, Um, you know, some of our programs need um, volunteers. So, I mean, it's it's kind of endless. So I think if you just stop in or call and and talk to Marcy. She, she does a great job with getting people connected with what works for them with their schedule their skills and and that kind of thing so
3: now Meredith I, I, I know I'm, I'm running out of time with you but uh, one thing that I did want to talk about you guys offer so many great classes and it's really pretty diverse about the the activities and the things that you can learn down at the hub and through the hub if someone had an idea for a uh, Uh, either a crafting class or something more specific. I mean, I saw that you guys have got a great class down there. If someone wanted to learn how to knit, which Mm -hmm. I think is great, uh, millennials have really kind of brought a resurgence of the knitting uh, Mm -hmm. craft back into the mainstream. I mean, there are TikToks about people who are making – Beautiful things, <laughs> yeah. right? Like, I mean, it's yes. great. One thing that I've <laughs> noticed millennials and even Gen Z, my daughter's generation, they really mm-hmm. like that hands on type of experience. If someone's got something like that that they would love to teach the community, how do I go about doing that?
5: I would just call the hub's main number and ask to speak to Lisa Wells or Amanda Munford. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, They are, as I said, our fun and wellness uh, team, and they are wonderful. And so if somebody has an idea of something they'd like to do, just give them a call and Lisa and Amanda will, you know, um, talk to you or talk to whoever it is and and figure out if it's something that's appropriate for the Hub and and, and we'll go from there.
3: Now, does the Hub do field trips uh, to other locations?
5: We do. Honestly, um, you know, Uh, depending on the time of year, um, a lot of times, you know, Lisa and Amanda will load up the fun bus and, um, I know they've come up, like they've gone to Ranchester to go have lunch at, um, the, a nominate bakery that's here, or they'll, you know, load up the fun bus and go somewhere else for lunch if it's you know kind of not not good weather. Um now that it's finally summer and quit raining, there's all kinds of hikes going on. Lisa and Amanda take groups up um and they go hiking or they'll go canoeing um or they'll just take a ride up in the bus in the fall and go look at the um go look at the colors changing up in the mountains. So there's all kinds of field trips that happen as well.
3: And it's amazing what just stepping out of the front door and going to your own backyard you know, heading up to the Big Horns. Mm-hmm. It's amazing what can happen. Uh, you know, it it it's refreshing. Just something as okay. simple as getting outside for the day can make you feel good for a week. Meredith, I want to thank you so much for calling in this morning and keeping us up to date on our community center.
5: Absolutely. Thanks a lot for having me, Floyd. I always enjoy chatting with you.
3: Oh, same. All right. When we come back, we're going to speak with the food group. You're listening to Public Pulse on 930KROE and 103.9 FM. Shared.
2: First Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize this week's winner of $1,000 cash and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media. As part of their community commitment, Sheridan Sundowners Lions Club is receiving these funds for random drawing.
0: We're giving $1,000 away every week to a qualified nonprofit organization. Next week, it could be your nonprofit. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment, Member FDIC. Lifelink of Sheridan County delivers peace of mind. Do you or
6: a loved one have concerns regarding medication dispensing? Lifelink offers peace of mind with a solution that dispenses medications at pre-programmed times from pre-filled cups. The dispenser alerts when it's time to take medication and can contact a caregiver if a dose is missed. We're locally managed and serviced right here in Sheridan. For more information on Lifelink of Sheridan County, call 307-751-9348.
3: Mandy Koltiska from Century 21 BHJ Realty brings you this Pet of the Week from the Dog and Cat Shelter. Mario is a sweet and goofy older dog with a very young soul.
6: This boy loves the outdoors and is made for Wyoming adventures. Feed him and he'll
1: follow you anywhere. Yara is a gorgeous kitty who's a little shy and a
2: little spicy. If you have patience and love to give, this darling girl wants to meet you. Wyoming Corporate Office is the trusted business choice behind thousands of businesses. Whether it's business formation, payroll, corporate paperwork, mail scanning service, or small business phone service, Wyoming Corporate Office powers over 100,000 businesses worldwide and locally. This makes Wyoming Corporate Office the state's largest business-to-business service provider, located right here in Sheridan, Wyoming. If you're drowning in corporate paperwork looking for someone with an unmatched experience that cares and wants to be your partner in making your business successful, trust that Wyoming Corporate Office can help you focus on what makes your business tick. Learn more today by visiting wyomingcorporateoffice.com.
4: I'm here today with Candace Crane from Sheridan Honda and Sports.
0: Tommy, hi. Summer is finally here and it's getting really hot out there.
4: Yeah, definitely air conditioning season.
0: You're right about that. And having working AC in your car will make your summer so much more enjoyable. So for the month of July, Sheridan Honda will recharge your AC and replace your cabin filter for only $129.99. Oh,
4: great deal.
0: And remember, Tommy, our skilled technicians can work on any year and any make and model.
4: All right. Get cooled off for summer at Sheridan Honda and Sports.
2: At Legacy Diamond and Gems, they have a wide selection of estate jewelry, including gold, silver, and platinum. With new items arriving weekly, now is the perfect time to stop in. Items include pre-owned Rolex watches, vintage and modern rings, pendants, earrings, and more, all at great values. They're also buyers of gold, silver, and platinum jewelry, paying maximum prices for diamonds and fine gemstones. So hurry in to Legacy Diamond and Gems, where quality and value are always in style. Legacy Diamond and Gems, 11 North Main Street,
3: downtown Sheridan. Welcome back to Public Pulse, proudly brought to you by our friends out there at First Federal Bank and Trust. I'm Floyd Whiting. Did you know that during the school year, the food group feeds more than 400 children from 24 different schools in our area every single week? On top of that, 18 little free pantries and seven teen pantries located throughout the communities feed 150 to 200 kids every week. During the summer months, 300 kids are served every week with summer food distribution. For the second part of our show this morning, I am joined by the executive director of the food group, Carrie McMeans, and food group vice chair, David Peterson. Good morning, food group. Good morning. How Good are, morning. You? are you? You guys, uh, did you get out and enjoy the weekend? Absolutely. A we, little sunshine, a
6: little rain. Yeah. Um, <laughs>
3: And big weekend for Sheridan. Absolutely. Um, did, Carrie, did you get to see the parade?
0: You know, I unfortunately was uh, not here last week uh, on Friday during the parade. So um, I hate to miss the parade and uh, anything to do with uh, Sheridan-YO Rodeo Week. But um, I I was out of town.
3: Other obligations. Yes. How have you been?
0: Been great. Very good. We've been mi- uh, busy moving. The food group has recently moved uh, locations.
3: Really? Where?
0: Yes. Um, We are now, uh, our new home is at 1141 Crook Street, which is the former Habitat Restore building and now the new home of the food group.
3: Why did you guys move?
0: Well, for the past couple of years, um, we, you know, we've been busy doing what we do here in the community and um, serving children and in the meantime as the organization has grown and our programs have evolved and diversified uh, we just have we've run out of room so we've been over capacity Um, we had a great home uh, next door to sheridan commercial for uh, almost five years we were there and um, we were operating out of about uh, 1,800 square feet and um, needed to add a new staff member and just realized that, that our capacity, uh, we just had greater needs um, as far as space.
3: So let me ask you something, because this is kind of a double-edged sword, isn't it? Number one, you're growing. That's good. You're able to serve more individuals, feed more children, staff. But at the same time, does that, is that reflective of the need that is growing, Carrie, Or something that has always been there and we're able to now fill the void a little bit better?
0: I would say it's reflective of, it's something that's always been there. And as we learn more and um, we discover more about our community and how we can best fill that need or or alleviate that need, um, we're just growing um, and diversifying our programs.
3: So from your perspective you don't think that the need is growing um with all of this inflation and and, and things getting a little bit tougher because i mean it's not like there's not jobs available there's a lot of jobs out there so i was wondering it, you know i'm glad i got that from from your point of view cuz with growth you just wonder is the need growing and and so to see that maybe not the need but we know more than we did yesterday
0: right and and in i would say that yes we know more than we did yesterday and and the need potentially is growing because of this you know current circumstances um sheridan county is not um you know it's it's expensive to live in sheridan county um and we had have a lot of um two Parent families, professional families that are having a difficult time making ends meet.
3: And that's, that's today's environment, isn't it? David, what yes, are your sir. duties as a vice chair over there? What is it that you do for the food group?
6: Um, I've been a, I'm, first off, I'm a board member. Um, there's anywhere from seven to ten board members, depending upon uh, the time. Um, currently, we're sitting at eight. Um, as vice chair, um, I sit on a governance committee. Um, I'm the chair of that. And that committee looks over documents and procedures um, and is responsible for recruitment of new board members. Um, we are a volunteer board, and we serve uh, up to two, ter- two three-year terms, and life happens to our board members like anybody else. And so people are can be coming and going and so fueling a board a quality board takes some effort and that's what our government governance committee does um so that's one of my duties um there is the classic uh vice chair is much like the vice president of the united states you sit around and wait for the president not to be available (laughs) uh, and you step in where where's needed And I truly see my duties as that. I step in when needed. Um, uh, Carrie or Elizabeth or Jenny, um, the folks that staff the food group, um, have projects that need to get accomplished. And from time to time, when they are busy, which is all the time, they need an extra hand. And I am now a retired school teacher, and I have some time available. And I can step in and help them fulfill a need which is the role of the board is finding resources and facilities and procedures to help them be more successful and that's what i see my duties as
3: and david where did you teach
6: i taught it well i've been a teacher here at uh sheridan county school district number two for 15
3: 16 years
6: um i was seven years at the junior high and nine years at the schiffer school
3: wow and and got to the point where you're like i gotta hang it up
6: it was time retirement was a great decision for me um, and um, got associated with the food group during my uh, tenure as a teacher here in the school district. Uh, First became aware of the food group as a junior high teacher and going through some of the early growing pains that the food group went through. um, The junior high was one of the target markets for them and uh, when I was working late night after coaching, Uh, go back up to my classroom and um, I noticed the custodians delivering food bags to the lockers um, of the kids in need. And that was one of the first, well, I I won't say first, but it was one of the methods that we used to distribute the food uh, back in the day. Um, It's since evolved and changed. And my exposure to the food group over the years through the school district evolved and changed. And um, me becoming a board member is evidence of that. It was just kind of this natural progression. The more I saw the food group, the more connection I had to it. And um, I ended up serving
3: on the board. It, it, like you said, a natural progression, watching this great work happen. Absolutely. And, um, and deciding, you know what, I, I want to be a part of that. Yeah.
6: It, it's very much a grassroots group that has a put together a solution for a problem that existed in our community and um, that's one of the things I really appreciate appreciate about the food group is that it is community oriented Um, it is not a group of people sitting around waiting for an authority figure to step in and provide a solution it was a group of concerned citizens, parents who saw a need and that's the advent of the food group and it started with a, a coffee table discussion about here 's what they're seeing, and it 's blossomed into what we have today with a, a larger facility and warehouse and um, programs that have developed over the years
3: seeing that's amazing that's community to me, yeah, absolutely you know we, we see a need together, we fill it together we don't need anyone else getting involved mm-hmm. we 'll do it and yeah. it's and it's getting done. Carrie, how many volunteers? does the food group have on average?
0: On average, it takes somewhere between 75 to 100 people every week to help us out. Um, Without the volunteers, you know, our programs just wouldn't be as efficient as they are. And, um, you know, we're just very, very lucky to be able to have an extension of of community help in a different way. So when people want to give back, um, you know, if if they say, well, I can give back by donating food or I can give back by donating time or by donating funds, um, this is volunteerism is a great way for people to give back uh, with their time. And um, we're recording that somewhere Around eight thousand hours is our the annual gift of time that we receive from people in the community.
3: Eight thousand hours of time. What it, in that time? What does the average volunteer do?
0: Well, oh, that's a good I question. Think there's an
3: average volunteer? <laughs> no,
6: it's it's very eclectic. Um, they do many many things. You know, there's um, because of the variety programs that there are. Are available. Uh, there's the weekend food bag program. There's the little uh, free pantries program. There's the teen pantries, which are located in the schools. There's the literacy group. Um, so they could be doing all kinds of things um, from daily procedures, and Carrie can talk about those. Um, you know, there are volunteers that come in, and their only worry is what's on the shelves yeah. and getting it organized. And then there are other volunteers who come in and prepare the food in boxes for the other volunteers to come pick it up and those volunteers take that food to their home or their facility and distribute it into the bags and deliver it to the schools so we have this multi-headed um the hydra right (laughs) yeah call it a hydra um it's there are lots of moving parts to the food group that you don't see on the surface um and uh, hopefully, the new facility will make some of those procedures a little bit more streamlined a little bit easier to w-
3: work through so. now carry daily procedures. what would you say was a daily procedure somebody pops in uh to the food group to volunteer their time it I mean it can be something and i 'm guessing here as simple as like janitorial services just it- going around with a broom
0: right one of the th- i would say one of the things that we need help with is just double bagging bags so just as simple as that uh, we have a gentleman that comes and spends his time about two to three hours every tuesday and wednesday with us and he double bags bags and those are the bags that we use for the weekend food bag program and so a huge help for us to have that done and ready for the group that comes in like david said there's a group of volunteers doing stuff doing things that are helping set up the process for the the next group that's coming in and so when we have those double bags ready to go the next group comes in and they pack weekend food bags and the the system is very efficient Um, efficient utilization of everyone's time
3: And I think that's an excellent example. And I'm glad you brought that one up. It's probably for the same reason why I'm kind of having an aha moment. There's no such thing as a little job. When you're volunteering, there is no such thing as a little job because something that may be seen as trivial will pay off dividends in the end. And that individual who comes in doing something, excuse me, as simple as just double bagging bags is saving so much time and effort. Down the line, uh, how does somebody volunteer for the food group if 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 they 're seeing the organization and they 're deciding this is where I want to spend my time, what do I need to do
0: well the the first best thing to do is to um to get visit our website org, and go on and look at our volunteer form and see the various opportunities um that that we may have that might fit uh, a particular individual and fill out that form um if if someone says oh, i'm just i really don't i don't like to get on the internet i want to be face to face they can come in and visit us uh, during our office hours tuesday through thursday again at the new location 1141 crook street um, from 10 to 1 and they can make an appointment with uh, elizabeth moore and she coordinates our volunteers and our volunteer schedule and um, and learn a little bit more about our programs and like david said the various opportunities that we have whether it's coming directly to our facility to help or it's a, a remote opportunity that they can do on their own time.
3: And speaking of programs, it's summertime. So let's start there. Tell me about Book and a Bite.
0: Well, I, this is a lot of fun for me because I get to brag on our community partners. So, a huge shout out to the Fulmer Public Library and the children's librarian Zola. And um Book in a Bite is every Monday through Thursday from 11 to 11:30 and um it's a uh, a time where uh, we have somewhere between, I don't know, 35 and 50 kids that attend and wow. listen to books uh, that are being read by either the librarian or one of our um, staff members, our summer staff members, occasionally a volunteer also will go to that and read some books. And then we hand out a snack uh, during that, that reading, that story time.
3: And so kids literally just get to sit there, enjoy a book and a bite. Yeah. I mean, it seems like something so simple. But these children will grow up and they will remember these little, simple interactions and those little snacks that came in those little bags. Uh, How is camp in a park going this year? Is that growing in popularity from your point of view? I mean, are you guys getting more kids each time you head down there?
0: I would say yes. Um, you know, we're seeing somewhere between 15 and 25 kids every Wednesday when we do the pop up camp. And um, we're at North Heights Park every Wednesday. At at four o'clock in the afternoon, um, it's been consistent. And again, we partner with the YMCA, and Liz Cassidy comes out and helps you know create a ton of fun for kids, and um, and so we just love the consistency. And one of the things that I think is really neat about that program uh, is. According to Liz, she sees kids that come to that program that she doesn't see at the YMCA. And so, some of the the things that we do is we hand out some prizes, and it might be swim lessons. So, we're trying to also, you know, just extend that reach. They're coming for this camp, they're having, you know, a good time, there's activities, there's food involved. Food is always folded up and underneath. It's always about what we're doing rather than about the food, but food is available. And then, an an extension like these um, swim lessons that could be provided and seeing families take advantage of that as well
3: you know it's something that I talk to Liz about every time she comes in here because I love this program this is one of my favorite partnerships in the city uh, because like you said it's it's not about the food but that is such a core component of what we're trying to achieve here and to get those kids something as important. As swim lessons uh you know that something else that we talk about on here quite a bit when it comes to uh, speaking with the ymca swim lessons uh should be like a pe requirement in my opinion you know it's something that every kid should know by the time that they get out of school so important now uh one more time when and where does that take place and any kid can go down there and join anyone
0: yes it's open and free to to all kids so every wednesday at four o'clock north heights park is where it currently is we did add another program this summer um that i'd love to tell you a little bit more about um we added what we call our lunch bunch program and this is a mobile lunch program Um, we've done some research across the state seeing what other uh, organizations similar to the food group are doing and transportation so Transportation is a barrier, especially for children, and even more so in the summertime when they're not in school. So the Lunch Bunch, we go directly, just like Camp in a Park or this pop-up camp idea, we go directly to neighborhoods and offer a free sack lunch. And we do that every Monday and Thursday in three different locations.
3: What are those locations?
0: The first location is the Courtyards of Sheridan from ten thirty to eleven fifteen. Again, every Monday and Thursday. The second location is West Park, from eleven thirty to twelve fifteen, and the third location is Grace Anglican Church parking lot from twelve thirty to one fifteen.
3: Carrie, is it, this is brand new this year. Brand new this year. What sparked the creation of this program?
0: Well, well David yeah let's talk the, a little bit about that
3: the
6: success of um, camp in the park um, and reaching out into neighborhoods um, brought that about and taking a look at what like Carrie said what other groups do um, and it isn't just what Wyoming is doing we're gathering in information from the nation and talking to other groups that are similar to what we do and thought okay how do we how do we utilize a this resource we have a van that we transport our stuff with and um how can we utilize that better and expand it and that's where this grew from um is you know getting into different neighborhoods that we hadn't been servicing before
3: that's fantastic
6: so we did camp in the park for like two years is that right and we thought okay let's push let's see what we can do what more can we do
3: (laughs) i've run out of time Uh, Which is unfortunate. I love having you on the show. Let's get something scheduled in the very near future, my friend.
0: Okay, thank you.
3: David, thank you so much. The Lunch Bunch. I will get those times and locations up online for you today. You have been listening to Public Pulse on 930KROE and 103.9 FM. Cheers.
2: federal bank and trust would like to recognize this week's winner of $1,000 cash and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan media as part of their community commitment. Sheridan Sundowners Lions Club is receiving these funds
0: for random drawing. We're giving $1,000 away every week to a qualified nonprofit organization. Next week, it could be your nonprofit. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment Member FDIC.
2: Want to recap the weekend and check out the photo galleries, video interviews, watch the rodeo parade if you didn't get a chance? Well, you can. Visit the Everything Rodeo recap page on SheridanMedia.com, presented by Range. You'll see thousands of photos from this past weekend and week, video interviews. You can watch the parade again if you didn't catch it. Just go to SheridanMedia.com. Click on the Everything Rodeo Recap page. It's brought to you by Range. Live your West life.
1: Frackleton's is now back for dinner on Monday nights. And attention all ladies looking for a fun night out with your girlfriends. Come join us at Frackleton's Monday evenings where ladies get happy hour prices all evening. Relax and unwind in our stylish and welcoming atmosphere and let our friendly staff take care of all your needs. Whether you're celebrating a special occasion or just catching up with friends, dinner at Frackleton's Mondays with our ladies' night is the perfect way to do it. Don't miss out. See you on Monday evenings at Brackleton's. You know that old saying that whatever you do, give 100% unless you're giving blood, that is? Well, the same goes for you fixing up or tuning up your 4 before 4 or side-by-side because side, you won't do it, and if you do do it, you'll do it wrong. Handle Service Center to the rescue. Just bring your machine to Handles on Heartland Drive and... They'll fix it up, tune it up, and zoom it up easy-peasy, non-greasy. Hendo Service Center on Sheridan's Heartland Drive. They'll turn your 4x4 into a trailblazing beast that even Bigfoot would envy.
4: Summer's here. That means warm weather road trips. You're ready, but is your car ready? Are your tires safe for hot weather driving? this Tire and Auto has rebates on name-brand tires. Is your vehicle's air conditioning running on empty? New or old, including the most recent YF Freon systems, Midas works on all AC systems. Getting and keeping you safely on the road for this summer's travels. See Midas Tire and Auto on East Brundage Lane in Sheridan.
3: Lopes Explore the Wage Gap. Oil companies take advantage of anything that they possibly can and especially jack everything up. And then the rest of the economy's got to figure out how to match that. But at the same time, they choose not to pay their workers more. And the generations that you keep referring to as just sitting at home doing nothing have realized that. I honestly think that this is a generational protest and they don't even realize that they're doing
2: it. The Jack Lopes Explore video podcast at SheridanMedia.com from the
4: Wyoming Corporate Office Studio on 103.9 FM and News Talk 930. K-R-O-E,